Radio. You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome to Pet Talk Naturally, the place where your animal friends and nature come together to find health, happiness, and harmony with all the natural things the earth has to offer. Your hosts, Dr. Kim Bloomer and Dr. Jeannie Thomason, each week will lead you through the practice of taking care of your pets with all the wonderful natural elements that nature provides. So, get ready to learn about natural nutrition, preventative pet health, and more with your hosts, Dr. Kim and Dr. Jeannie. Hello, I'm Kim Bloomer. I'm one of your hosts, and I'm Jeannie Thomas, and your other host. <laughs> and today we're going to be talking about paw points, canine foot reflexology. And this is a new one for us, Jeannie. Yeah, it is. I'm, I know a little bit about human reflexology, but for animals, I'm just dying to learn more. Me too. I know because I know about the human stuff, and, and yeah, right. This is really kind of going to be fun for us. And of course, we're always looking to take you guys on this natural health path and show you all the different ancient healing methods that are incorporated with, of course, nutrition as the foundation, and uh, we hope that it helps you help your animals be well naturally. We'll be right back. We're going to hear from one of our radio partners, and then we're going to get into the topic with our guest today. That is uh, Sue Red Stackhouse, and she is going to tell us all about canine reflexology. We'll be right back. Time to take a walk down the path to happier and healthier pets. And while we're doing that, you get to listen to a few words from our sponsors. Naturally, Pet Talk Naturally will be right back. Welcome to Personals.com. As a fellow cat owner, I know how finicky we are. From our friendships to our loves to just about everything, not any old website is going to satisfy us. Here at Personals.com, cat lovers from all walks of life can celebrate the photos, the stories, and videos of their beloved family member. And if you're single, here's your chance to meet someone who's perfect for you. Share your personality today for free. See you soon. Personals.com. That's P-U-R-R-S-O-N-A-L-S dot com. Finally, a place to meet that special person. Flight 291 is now boarding. All passengers, please proceed to gate 4. And who's this traveling with us today? This is Bailey. She's never flown Midwest Airlines before. Hi, Bailey. (coughs) She'll be fine. We take special care of our traveling pets. In fact, our premier pet program was created by an employee and dog lover who believes that pets should be handled as precious cargo. And they are. Oh, and they earn travel rewards, too. Oh, good. Thanks for flying Midwest Airlines, Bailey. Enjoy your flight. Visit MidwestAirlines.com. Pets are part of the family, and when traveling with your dog, there's only one magazine to include when packing your doggy's duffel bag, and that's Fido Friendly, the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. Each bi-monthly issue includes hotel, city and state reviews, and doggy destinations to explore with your furry companion. Fido Friendly magazine can be found at Borders, Barnes & Noble, PetSmart, Pet Boutiques, and Fido Friendly hotels nationwide. Or you can go online to subscribe at www.fidofriendly.com. So get traveling with your pet today and leave no dog behind. And remember, Fido Friendly's the only magazine dedicated to the travel lifestyle of man's best friend 
and the one magazine your dog will thank you for. When you're looking to add a pet into your life, consider adopting a homeless animal from your local shelter or rescue group. Whether you want a kitten, puppy, or a more mature pet, a purebred or a one-of-a-kind mixed breed, even a rabbit or hamster, your shelter has the best selection of animals anywhere, all screened for good health and behavior. PetLifeRadio.com presents Take Me Home with your host, Susan Daffron. Join us each week as we showcase wonderful pets, tell stories, and even throw some pet education into the mix. So get ready to find out why the pet adoption option can be a great way to add a furry companion into your life. Take me home every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. We're back, but our nature walk has just begun. Now, back to Pet Talk Naturally with your hosts, Dr. Kim and Dr. Jeannie. Well, Jeannie, we have a wonderful new guest today, Sue Red Stackhouse, and she's going to be talking with us about canine foot reflexology, and we're going to hear all about her journey to that, and of course, she's a canine lover like we are, and I think our listeners would probably say, you guys love every animal, (laughs) (laughs) but you know, canines are, they've just been the focal part of both yours and my work, Mm -hmm. Jeannie, so I think that it's always fun to get back to having a dog-specific show for us, so we are very happy and pleased to have Sue Red Stackhouse with us today. Welcome, Sue. Thank you. I'm very, very happy to be here, and I think you guys are doing some, uh, just tremendous work. Well, thank you so much. Thank well, we you. think you are. Yeah. <laughs> We're excited about sharing yours. Yeah. Well, Sue, would you give our audience a bit of your background just so that they can hear, uh, as we were talking with you a little bit before the show, about, uh, I mean, because dogs haven't been the only animal in your life, but you definitely have a love of animals. That's evident. Oh, yes, absolutely. Uh, now, are you asking for background in reflexology or in dog reflexology? <laughs> Maybe in your background in general. Okay, my background in general, I am a registered nurse, non-practicing at the moment. Um, I, I, my specialty when I was practicing was psychiatry. I um, absolutely have always loved animals. As a matter of fact, when I was growing up, what I really wanted to do was be a veterinarian. Mm. Sounds familiar. But, <laughs> but we we didn't have the money for that, so I ended up in nursing school, and, you know, it was a great, great experience, uh, probably exactly where I needed to be. But I maintained my love for animals. And, oh, I guess back in 1980 or 81, somehow I got to foot reflexology. And... It, <laughs> The little boy in my head said, do reflexology, and I said, oh, no, absolutely not. I am not going to work with dirty, stinky, smelly feet. <laughs> That's out. There's no way I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that little voice just wouldn't go away. <laughs> so I, I began working with humans' feet. Fantastic experience. Um, and it, it's just to find those points on the foot and have them relate to the particular part of the body mm-hmm. and and have that person release is just, you know, it, it, it's great. 
great. It's fun. It's, it's, it's exciting. It is. You're a natural healer, it sounds like, because you're somebody who cares about that. Now, I would have been, that would have been my first response also, Sue, to, oh, no, I'm not going to work with feet. But, you know, <laughs> feet, right, really, right. They're, feet are very critical to our overall health. And, so, you know, the more that I've learned about uh, reflexology for humans and, of course, then other, other natural modalities and how well I received them, I did a, a, a training with that with people and of course I had to touch all of the other people's feet that were in there and you know what I so got into it because right, you, you right. knew that you were helping somebody and uh, right. of course the person has to be willing you know relaxed and willing to receive it but with an animal what Jeannie and I love about that is that animals don't necessarily have to they don't want to understand or think about what's going on they just they just know that whatever you're doing it's it's helping them but they do have to trust you Right, right, absolutely. They must trust. Um, and my evolution from humans to animals began oh, two thousand, the year two thousand. I took some canine uh, massage classes, two of them, and the instructor there knew that I did human reflexology, and she spoke to me about. She nagged me about doing uh, reflexology on dogs, hmm. and I, I resisted again. I, I don't know why I resist. <laughs> uh, I'm going to do it. I, I might as well do it. That's right. Human nature, I think, so. <laughs> she, she had she had a dog named Hobo, who was a mixed breed that we practiced massage on. And when I approached this dog, he would not let me massage him. Hmm. What he would do, and this was just unbelievable he would turn on his back and raise his feet into the air and give me his feet oh, oh my goodness and I said okay <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I that, that is actually how I began working with dog's feet and hmm. she had some she had some Irish wolf wolfhounds who had huge feet and let me practice with them and friends and dogs and you're right about dogs they really don't care mm-hmm. as long as they trust you and they they begin to know what it is you're doing they release very rapidly, much yeah. more rapidly than humans do. I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I would think that they do. I know just doing acupressure on my dog and massage, he he knows what I'm going to do. So he gets, uh-huh. um, he almost gets like a, a jelly jellyfish. <laughs> <laughs> they really yeah. enjoy it, don't they? Yeah. Oh, they love it. Mm-hmm. They love it. Well, but, Sue, I, you know what I'm interested in? I'm really interested in the history behind reflexology and, again, how you developed your program for canine reflexology. Obviously, the dogs and that small voice was prompting you, but it'll be interesting to hear your journey to that. Okay. The history of reflexology is very elusive um, and, and very hard to track. Now, we can, we can track it here in the United States. A doctor studied over in Europe, a doctor by the name of Ledbetter, and he brought back what's called zonal therapy, where the body is is divided into zones, and he used the feet, worked with the feet that way. And a woman by the name of Eunice Ingham um, began to locate the reflex points on the foot. At that time, she was working with a group of doctors, and she was actually helping them diagnose the patients. Mm. Mm-hmm. She and, was helping you know, them diagnose. Correct, correct. Ah, interesting. Now, we don't do that now. Well, not, well we, we could. We're not allowed to do that now. <laughs> not allowed we, to, but we could. Right. <laughs> 
um, but that's exactly what she was doing. And she's called the mother of reflexology. Mm. And it was at that time called zonal therapy, but people began to um, be unhappy with the term therapy, which is why it was uh, the name was changed to reflexology. Ah. And it, in fact, it appears in a lot of the cave drawings that this is something that was done in ancient Egypt. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Christian times, the the uh, practice of anointing the feet with oil mm-hmm. possibly have been reflexology. It, it's something that's been done for a long, long time. It's very ancient healing. Um, that yes, lost, it is. At some point, we lost a lot of it, and I think uh, partly that's due. And you, you probably know this already, Sue, because you've worked in traditional, you know, human medicine. That we lost it partly due to our scientific advances. Right. And, uh, right. We became to rely on that so wholeheartedly. But what we are discovering, and I, I really think this is to be true, is that those. Those were never meant to replace these ancient healing modalities. They were meant to complement them. Uh, and so we can't rely on just that as our form of health. In fact, I think it does better in heroic measures than it does in actual healing. So mm-hmm. here we are, full circle. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right, right. Well, and it is my belief as well, I, not only these techniques, but working with the loving energy is is vitally important and anytime you're working with a loving energy you're going to have some impact on the physical body sure well that's why i really felt and please if there's doctors listening don't take offense to this but i really think that many nurses have more of a bedside manner and a healing effect on the patients you know the doctors might be the person who puts Humpty Dumpty back together again but the nurses are the ones who actually help them affect the healing in their body Yes, I, I have to agree with that. <laughs> um, because you are the ones who work with them, talk with them, listen to them. Uh, and somebody like you, Sue, probably was a great nurse, and they probably regretted to see you leave. Well, thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> well, it, it was, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed working one-to-one with people and in groups with people. It, it, uh, it's very uh, gratifying to have an impact to help people heal. Mm-hmm. And that and, 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 dogs. and the dogs. It goes back to right. your 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 positive outlook. Your your you kind of have to put yourself aside in order to help someone or an animal be well. And um, what I think that we get out of it, those of us who are in the healing profession, uh, that you can put yourself aside and forget about yourself for a while as you help that animal or that person. And uh, it, not everybody can do that. And not everybody's supposed to. Well, Sue, I was interested in how you actually developed this. I know you said earlier that you were working with um, the Irish Wolfhounds and so forth, and how you found those points on the paws. I mean, because it is that's a different structure anatomically. It's a different structure anatomically for for a dog, you know, a paw versus a, a, a foot, a human, a human foot. foot. You know. Actually, the structure structurally very similar. If you if you realize that that it begins at the ankle, ah, okay, and and not just the pad. Mm-hmm. Structurally, the feet are very similar. That makes sense when you look and, at it that way, but we usually don't. 
No, we don't. We, we usually look at just thumbs there mm-hmm. and the pad. But, but the foot actually begins at the ankle. At the ankle, right. It's and that with a dog, the ankle's a lot longer than a human ankle. Right, right. And the, the um, metatarsals are longer. Well, mm-hmm. not the metatarsals, but the tarsals are longer. The tarsals are longer, right. Right. And what I did was I did some studying of, of dog anatomy. And uh, as I said, I worked with um, Sue. Her name was Sue. Uh, Sue's Irish Wolfhounds and her dogs, and they all had, and this this was just so wonderful, because they all had a different um, imbalance, and so I could locate the points on their feet that related to those imbalances, and they were either swollen or they were crystallized or they were tender. And you they could feel all, that. You could feel that, Sue. I mean, oh yes, hmm. yes, yeah. You can feel that, and the dogs will also give you signs if there's tenderness there. Right. Uh, yeah, they'll move the foot. They'll move, I mean, they're not pretty. Sh- they're not shy about letting you know if something hurts. Correct. They'll either pull away. Uh, they'll start licking. They will lick you. Yeah. <laughs> they. they licking they'll hand. let you know. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Working with her dogs, working with uh, friends' dogs. I, I was working with um, friends' dog and uh, working with what I thought was the ear reflex. And um, she had some tenderness there, so I worked with it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And as I said, they release very rapidly. And so I mentioned it to my friend, and she said, oh, she's had a problem with that ear. I thought, okay, thank you for the confirmation. Mm-hmm. Wow. And uh, she didn't have any more problems with the ear. I mean, I just, You're kidding. it was so cool. And fun that. Wow. Now, you, you offer a chart to help people, right? Correct, yes. Yes. Okay, on your website, and I'm going to give that website now just so we don't forget and we can give it um, periodically through the show, but that is caninefootreflexology.com. And if you don't know how to spell that, I'll give you the long version here. It's C-A-N-I-N-E-F-O-O-T-R-E-F-L-E-X-O-L-O-G-Y.com, and now you have it. (laughs) And we'll put it in the chat room also and on our site. But, uh, Sue, that's really interesting because... Um, a lot of people don't understand that there are energy, if they've listened to Animal Talk Naturally, because we've had people that are experts in acupuncture and acupressure, and um, even Linda Tellington, who does the intuitive touch, when you listen to them, you understand that there's energy, there are meridians to the body that right, you know right. release energy or block, energy can be blocked. And so if an ear infection is showing up, which uh, I've been reluctant to just do the actual work that needs to release that in my own dog. But if if there, the symptoms will manifest um, in things like ear infections or uh, skin disorders or whatever other things. Where the body's trying to throw off the illness from the internal organs to the external, you know, to the the least. Um, uh, compromising or situation in the body, they're trying to protect the body. So, if you can unblock those, if you can unblock those energy pathways, the body can get to busy healing. So it's in, it's really interesting to me that you have discovered this for the paw because I think for a lot of people. Two things can happen if they work on the paw. It's easier maybe than learning all the reef, all the uh, points along, you know, and acupressure points on the body. It might be easier to work with the paw, and also, you're going to teach your dog to trust you to work with their feet when you need to get a sticker out, when you need to do a nail trim, a lot of other things. Correct. Right. 
Maybe maybe it would be uh, beneficial for me to explain the definition of reflexology. Yes, I think that would be great. Um, the theory of foot reflexology, and I say theory because there's no real way to scientifically that I'm aware of to scientifically prove it. Uh, it works. That's that's all I can say. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the theory is that there are points on the foot that relate to every part of the body, mm-hmm. and these points pick up energy and send energy through the energy meridians or the energy line to that particular point. And if if that point, the foot gets blocked, and sometimes they become crystallized or whatever, the energy flow is decreased or ceases altogether, and that that body part will can become ill or shut down. Mm. So what we do is we release the blockage and the crystallization, allowing the energy to flow. Wow. Wow, that that just it makes total sense to us. And of course, after having listened to uh, other people speak, like I say, on acupressure and acupuncture, that all just ma- it should make sense. Right, um, right. Anybody who right. listened to those uh, shows, mm-hmm. um, and we'll have those shows linked with this so they can see. But again, if you have a chart, uh, which I Jeannie and I both have canine reflex, I'm sorry, uh, uh, acupressure, acupressure charts, then mm-hmm. having the, the canine foot reflexology chart would be. I'm interested in trying it myself mm-hmm. and, and learning about it because all of this stuff is very fascinating to me. I think animals uh, are sure teaching us a whole lot of things and uh, reminding us of things we probably knew you know, centuries ago but put aside for modern science. And I'm really glad that you're sharing this because uh, you can see a lot more animals be well. And I don't, I don't think this would work with just dogs. I think a lot of other animals can be, uh, at least cats, those with paws, could be helped for sure. And um, that's, that's absolutely correct. I, I'm sorry for interrupting you. No, no. It, on, on my website, um, there there's a woman working with rabbits. There are people working with guinea pigs. Oh, uh, and that I've had a, a little experience working with cats myself. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, I, what happened was one day uh, when I lived, still lived in Texas, a woman across the street came knocking on my front door and. She said, do you work with cats? She said, I, they told me you work with dogs. Do you work with cats? And I said, no, I don't work with cats. She do. And I said, no, I really don't know anything about cats. You work with cats. <laughs> and she was a very assertive lady, but I, apparently. <laughs> so I said, okay, I'll come work with your cats. And this is Texas, and it was hot, and had on shorts and a T-shirt. So I go across the street and work with her two cats, and I always wore long sleeves and pants after that. I did. <laughs> I did. Her her cats. One was a feral cat, and one was a house cat, and one of them was always resistant. I worked with those cats for the for the following year and a half. Wow. And one of them was always slightly resistant. The other one began to trust me and loved it. And she got the most benefit from it. She had some sort of eye thing going on, mm-hmm. and that eventually cleared. Oh, uh, good to hear. But um, that's my experience with cats. Now, I know I think, other people yeah. are with cats. Well, I would think that people that are, you know, real cat lovers, real cat um, knowledgeable, would have would have a bond with their cats in a way that uh, would allow them to work with them. 
Absolutely. I think that, you know, and again, I'm thinking also, uh, Sue, people that have cats that they've um, maybe adopted or found or whatever that were declawed, this might be really beneficial to them Mm -hmm. because they've had that joint of their foot removed. Yes, you're absolutely right. And I would think that that would be something to really look in and help those cats get past the, you know, because I don't think that that trauma of being declawed ever leaves them. I, I I can't even imagine how that would feel. You know, well, I think right. it's an insult to myself, but um, I, I just I, there are other ways to to help a cat learn not to cloth your your curtains and stuff. But I would think that that would really really help those cats that are you know have that. And of course, they can't hurt you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't have a cloth. Right, right, right. <laughs> that would be a really good way to help them. And it's interesting that you developed this and were able to find those points. And it does make sense when you say that the whole heel and everything is involved the people will look at that whole part the heel of the of the foot is higher up right, and so right. you just follow yep. those same kind of points that you would on a on a uh, a human only um, it's elongated yes yes they're they're very similar very similar well, um, what I would really like for you to do is share a little bit about some of the benefits you've seen with some of the animals you've worked with okay okay well again, some of these stories are on my website. <laughs> But um, well, just one here within a couple of months, a uh, um, man who lives here in the complex that I live in has two little chihuahuas. And one of them, uh, one day he came and told me that she was having difficulty jumping and seemed to be having some problems with her hips. So he had her there and he was holding her and I just worked very briefly with her um, hip reflexes. And just a little bit of, I also do quantum touch, which is a very similar, you know, it's a energy flow. Mm-hmm. Did just a little bit of quantum touch on her hips, and then went away. I, I worked with her maybe five minutes, mm-hmm. and the next day, he came up to me and he said, what did you do to my dog? And I thought, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and he said... She was fine. She was wow. fine, and she's jumping and running and playing. You're kidding me! At no In five point. minutes, after five minutes. Yeah, after five minutes. Okay, so everybody listening, you could do this every day. <laughs> That's right. And everybody can do this. This is this is not a mysterious uh, uh, thing thing that that nobody can do. Everybody can do it. I and to me, that's what's so exciting. And you really don't have to know what the points are to work with the foot. Oh, wow. you, you can do the foot and not know what you're doing and still help them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you can, with loving energy, do the foot. And as Eunice said one time, if it hurts, rub it. Right. Well, you know what? I think all of us, I mean, I've never heard anybody say they don't like to have their feet rubbed. I'm one of those people that I'm, I'm real big on that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Although well, when you find some of those little crystals, it can be it can be painful for a, for a few seconds. Yes, it can for a few seconds. But I mean, you know, Jeannie, my husband used to do this for me all the time. Of course, when we had been in our earlier years. Mm-hmm. Okay, as we've been married longer, he does it less and less. <laughs> <laughs> Funny how that works. Yeah, but it, that was that's something that I think everybody just you know how good it feels. Well, I think our animals. Um, 
there, first of all, I think that because these modalities, I had somebody leave a comment last week, Sue, on uh, acupressure herb, uh, herbology show that we did. Uh, leave a, she goes, well, this is something I do for myself. I, 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 why not try it for the animals? And I thought, yeah. Why mm-hmm, not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why absolutely. not apply? Because they're, you know, they're living organic beings like we are. Mm-hmm. So they're going to need the same sort of support, you know. And I would think that horses, because they're very, very receptive um, to acupuncture and acupressure, would you could do this on their legs, and it would be great. Mm-hmm, uh, there's mm-hmm. there's just a lot of animals that I think could be really helped, and and who doesn't like? You could think of it as a form of massage. Right, mm-hmm. right. Well, well, we have to be real careful with that because uh, massage therapists don't. You know, you get into all of that mm, illegalities. Illegalities, <laughs> oh, uh-huh. thank you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I understand that. You have to be that. careful saying that reflexology is massage. Right. I, well, ref- I, I have an issue with that, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. We know exactly where you're coming from. Right. We're going to take a real short break, and when we come back, we're going to talk more about um, how you can help your dogs with reflexology. And as you're listening, you can also hear that your other pets can be helped as well. We'll be right back. Time to take a walk down the path to happier and healthier pets. And while we're doing that, you get to listen to a few words from our sponsors. Naturally, Pet Talk Naturally will be right back. Greetings, human. What planet am I on? Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in paparazzi, candid pictures of you and your pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No. To my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. Ready to take a walk? Not just you, but your whole family. It's the 2008 Whisker Walk, Sunday, June 8th from 9 to 4 at the Lancaster Fairground in Lancaster, Massachusetts. Pet owners and animal lovers walk to lend a paw to benefit the animal shelters and pet charities they love. Come see exhibits, demonstrations, educational programs, special attractions, product giveaways, entertainment, auctions, raffles, food, fun, and things for adults and kids to see, do, and buy, both human and pet-related. Whisker Walk 2008, a fun day for everyone. For more information, log on to whiskerwalk.org. There's nothing like a shaggy dog, baby. They're shagatemic. And this is the place to find out how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Oh, yeah. So stop by our pad every week and get switched on, baby. Switched on to the show that's all about attitude. Oh, behave. 
with your groovy host, pet edutainer Arden Moore. Yeah, baby, yeah. Every week on demand on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. We're back, but our nature walk has just begun. Now, back to Pet Talk Naturally with your hosts, Dr. Kim and Dr. Jeannie. Hello, I'm Kim Bloomer, together with Jeannie Thomason, and we're your hosts. Today, we are speaking with Stu Red Stackhouse. She is talking with us about canine foot reflexology, and I will just alert our audience one more time. That snoring in the background is not us. I was just going to say, you may want to let people know. Chase is being kind of loud today. Yeah, he's snoring away there, okay? She's our third host on Animal Talk Naturally, and she is our snoring partner. Anyway, Stu, that is no reflection on you. Or- no. Am I boring? What? No, and that's the Boston nose, you know me. And I have a Neapolitan Mastiff, so he snores horrendous. I mean, it's and, and you might know that because you have a boxer, and I think they're notorious for that, also, aren't they? They are, but this one doesn't. Hmm? He doesn't. He is. Just he does not. I um, he does heard, not uh, snore. <laughs> he is. Now, now tell us how your dog. His name is Ty, correct? Correct. How is he, I mean, he seems to be like he understands his role now as your model to share canine reflexology. You know, uh, he loves it. He loves to have his feet done. And, and he's a leader. So when I hit a spot that maybe is slightly tender, he, he just starts licking me all over. Oh, um, sweet. He, I had a couple of people who were learning the process, and so I thought, okay, uh, I'll just let them work with him. And normally, he would just let somebody work with their feet, with his feet. So I left the room and went outside, and I came back, and they had spent minutes playing, all three of them, <laughs> because that's a box of personality. Mm, yeah, oh, they're so they love playful. Play. <laughs> they do. <laughs> Uh, no, he loves to have his feet done. And what happens is for about 10 minutes after I do his feet, he's, he's hyper and he feels good. He's energized. And then he'll go to sleep and he'll sleep for a while to allow the healing energy to work. Yeah. And, and I find that this is generally true of most dogs. Now, Sue, do you do all four uh, paws every time? Oh, good question. Uh, if you don't have time to do all four, do two front and two back. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if you do not do one side and then the other side, because okay. what happens is you'll throw the dog out of balance. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, uh, you can you can try that on yourself. Do one foot and and walk around, and you'll you'll feel out of balance. Hmm. I would also like to say, you know, I said if you're working with a loving you don't have to know the points, and this is true. But you can hurt a dog's foot if using too much pressure. Mm. Uh, you can you can create bruising. Um, now they're going to pull away from you if, if you're hurting them. Right. But you want to use a just loving pressure with a dog. Especially because in that, when you're getting into the paw, I think higher up, you know, it won't be maybe quite as bad. But if you're getting into the paw, that's pretty tender in there um, underneath right, the pad. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. Yes, you know, they are. And they're not used to having humans um, digging around in there unless, of course, um, I mean, my dog has always been real... Uh, 
resistant to his paws, uh, and I I've never had a dog who was this resistant. Uh, uh-huh. And well, he's the he's the only rescue I've ever had, so uh, okay. I, I don't know what his issues are there, but I, I think it goes back to that abuse that he had prior. Uh, very likely, uh, you know, dogs' feet are important for their survival in the wild, mm-hmm. and so they're very protective of their feet. Um, you start off holding that foot with love. Don't don't dig on it. Don't put pressure on it. Just hold it with love and visualize or see a loving energy going into that foot. And when you do that, and if you're going to do one, again, do the front one. Right. Yeah. Uh, if you, if you have time, do all four. That's now, that's always the best. Okay, so that's the ideal is to do all four. Correct. Yeah. Uh, Sue, do you start with one side or the other? Or does that matter? Does not matter. Okay. Now, I because it's my way of doing it. I start with the front feet, but which side it doesn't make any difference. Okay. So that's another thing for people to to know. And and again, I would think that picking up your chart, it's very inexpensive. I think uh, it's listed at twenty five dollars, right? Correct. $25 shipping and handling here in the United States is $4. Okay, so really, I mean, if they want to learn it and, and learn it and possibly um, just just to see, especially if you have multiple dogs, what uh-huh. it's, an, it's an inexpensive way to help them stay in balance and stay well. Um, the other thing I was wondering, do you teach classes or teach people in your local area how to do this? Uh, I have not taught a class recently. Uh, I certainly can, and I certainly would be willing to do that. It's just something that I have pursued here recently. Uh, and I would think also putting it on DVD would be a really good idea. <laughs> so well, that, you do have like a you know, CD or something, right, too? I'm sorry, what? You have a, a course uh, on a CD? Oh, yes, yes, a class manual CD. Mm-hmm. Uh, it gives us some very basic information. It talks you through an entire session with um, with a dog's feet and uh, give some history, background. I think that would be really uh, give good. Give some way. disorders, common disorders of dogs that the reflexes to work with, with those could disorders. You, could you share some of those with us, Sue, just briefly on some of the common disorders? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I always put everybody on the spot, oh, you know. <laughs> right. You're going to hear but you see, I have this oh. <laughs> on my computer. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> um, oh, arthritis, very mm-hmm. common disorder. Mm-hmm. Uh, degenerative disease, joint disease, in which the cartilage breaks down, causing the bone to rub on the bone. And, you know, this is in humans, just in dogs and, and humans. It's very uncomfortable, a very painful thing. And the reflexes to work with there are the pituitary, the adrenals, the spine, and the lymph. Now, uh, why? Because you want to work very much with the immune system mm-hmm. and the endocrine system. Sure. Um, that makes total, okay, that makes scientific sense, by the way, mm-hmm. everybody. And, you know, if, you, if you've studied anatomy and physiology, all of that makes very good sense. So then using this method without drugs makes even more sense to me. <laughs> right, right, right. And one thing I'd like to say also is many times uh, they will give the appearance of having arthritis, and what it actually is, the fascia has has shrunk and tightened up on the muscles, and a good massage as well as the foot reflexology 
will release that fascia, a myofascia release, mm-hmm. and the um, the muscles will then be able to function normally. Oh, that's so, amazing. Now, of course, mm-hmm. this would really probably help a lot of those people who are doing agility trials with their dogs, uh, you know, any right. doing some kind of a sporting event. I would think this would be something that could greatly enhance not only their performance, but uh, their recovery. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I uh, was doing a dog show one one time, and a woman came to me with a mm, gosh, I can't remember it, a very unusual type of hunting dog. Hmm. Um, Nova Scotia duck trolling, well, something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember. Sorry, uh, dog was having difficulty walking, and so we did a good massage and some reflexology, and he was fine. Hmm. Now he was so, he was a sporting dog, and, and again, that's right. That's I mean, they need to be able to perform, right? So, um, it would so, be, uh, me, it would be a really nice way to do this too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, uh, sporting dogs, agility dogs, um, dogs that it's very important that their bodies are fluid and easily moving. Yeah, right. well, even those that are going into the show ring, I would think would it would Definitely. really it could help their gait, you know. Oh yes, yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Uh, so I, I and I think again, this is another way of doing that. Um, it's also a good bonding, uh, a great way to bond with your dog. You yes. And you do, yes. Um, you know, foot reflexology, and you can again then do a massage or whatever that you, you know, I, it's natural for me to just sit and want to rub my dog when I'm sitting on the floor and holding. Right. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, that's, yes. That's, uh, it so you can extend that and help him with uh, any aches and pains. And you know what? Uh, it helps you because it's a known fact that uh, when we're in this kind of a touch mode with our animals, it helps our own blood pressure and our own health. Mm-hmm. So, I, again, I you, to, you, go ahead. Um, I have to say that that many times uh, a lot of what's happening with our dogs is uh, over-vaccination, over-medicating. Mm-hmm. Um, so working with feet and, and keeping these energy lines open and keeping their immune systems Stronger is going to help counteract some of that, uh, and, mm. and probably help the body be able to flush some of that out. Yes. Right. And uh, yes. again, of course, I think a lot of people would probably be um, to detox from vaccines and so forth. Would be using some homeopathy and so forth. But just think about it this way: the way you said it earlier, Sue, is that this opens the energy meridians. And the body to just flood the body with healing. And of course, if you're doing this, and Jeannie and I always say in a spirit of love, then that will greatly enhance their healing and probably uh, take some time off of the length of that healing because we do know that natural healing is slower. But it's sure. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right. Yes. Um, and, well, the way I always begin and the way I suggest that people begin is to clear your mind. Take some deep breaths. Clear your mind. State your intent. And for me, my intent is always to uh, work with a loving energy and allow that body, whatever body it is, to use that energy for its own purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, it's real important, I think, to let go of the control, especially if we're working with someone that we love. Mm-hmm. Right. Because uh, cause we want to force that. Uh, yeah. I, I really have to watch that when I'm working with my dog. 
uh, I want to say, you will get well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I do the same thing. <laughs> and, and and you really have to let go of that and, because it's their path and their process. Mm, good point. That is a good point. And I think, Jeannie, you're really good at that and allowing you know, your animals to just, you know, not stress over it. Of course, you have a calm personality. And I think, I think though, Sue, what you're also saying, see, here's the nice thing about what you're, this kind of a modality is that you're getting in a place of calmness and a place of relaxation, right. and it helps you heal also. Uh-huh. Because we're all kind of, you know, our body's constantly trying to stay in a state of homeostasis. And it can't right. do that if we're not, assist, you know, if we're not, if we're stressed out and we're, you know, hyper and wanting to control everything, which, you know, I'm speaking for myself here, uh, <laughs> it, 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 there's a form of resistance there. Right, right. You're going to convey and that to a dog really easily if you're working on them. You're, you know, uh-huh. you're stressed out. So you, it helps you to get into a good place. So I, yeah. I think that I'm very excited about this modality um, simply because it's one that we can all do. And beneficial to both us and, and the dogs. Right. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It, uh, whether working with humans or, or with dogs, to, to be working with that loving energy can only enhance your health. Right. And that's so important. We have to be healthy, too, so that we can be around and be there for our animals because we're the ones who have you know, brought them into our home, and, and um, so they're entrusted to our care. And uh-huh. so we, we need to be healthy, too, uh, Sue. Uh-huh. So I think it's a really wonderful uh, that you have brought this to the forefront. And, again, it could be animal reflexology and not just canine reflexology, right? Correct. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. And, uh, um, that's important, too. One story uh, from from several years ago, I was working with a, well, again, uh, she knocked on my door. It was one of my neighbors from way down the street, and she had a dog, an older dog. I, th- I think Chi-Chi was probably 15 when I started working with him. He had um, degenerative myelitis, mm-hmm. which, mm-hmm. you know, he was losing the use of his back leg. Right. And I had worked with him maybe twice and went down to work with him again, and he was down, and he had been down for 36 hours. Uh-oh. And I said, hey, you could have called, and she said she didn't want to disturb me. Mm. But uh, in working with him, and, and I learned such a valuable lesson that day, because in working with him, um, I, I've done this for so long I can frequently feel the energy or sense the energy flow and the energy lines, and there just was minimal going through his legs. Mm. So I thought he was on his way out. Wow. I, I thought he was going to leave us. So I worked with him and um, left, and about an hour and a half later, she knocked on my door and she said, Sue, you've got to come out here. We've had a miracle. Oh, my goodness. And he had gotten up and walked to my house. Oh, oh my God. Wow. And it was just, wow. Okay. Yeah, what else can you I, <laughs> I hear you. Oh, my goodness. This is so exciting. Um, Sue, that is, I can't tell you what a great story. I'm glad that this was the last story of the show because this will leave people with that kind of hope that we always like to convey um, and what you can do. And I'm really, I'm, that is awesome to hear. I wished I could have uh, known about this to help my friend with her dog that had the same thing. Mm. Oh, and, that's um, such a difficult disorder. It is. And, um, and he, by the way, he, li- he lived for two more years. 
Oh, that's awesome. That is so exciting to hear. Well, we've actually run down to the end of the show. And so, Sue, I am going to give your website again. That's www.caninefootreflexology.com. You can get a chart. You can get the CD. You can learn how to do this and help your animals be well naturally. Sue, do you have any parting words of wisdom you would like to impress upon the audience in closing? Simply that anyone can do this. It's not exclusive to me. It can be done by everyone. That is awesome, and I hope everybody will learn this and incorporate this into uh, the health. I, this is exciting for me. I'm going to go start right away with my dog. <laughs> Sue, thank you for being our guest, and uh, we'll let everybody know that next week, Dr. Christina Chambro of the uh, Amer- I'm sorry, the Academy of Veterinary Homeopathy will be with us, and also we'll be speaking with Mercedes Colburn on equine iridology, one more of those natural healing modalities. Thank you all, and in the spirit of love and truth. We hope you all have a tail wagging, hoof stomping, wing flapping, perfectly animal talking day. Pets and nature come together every week on Pet Talk Naturally with your hosts, Dr. Kim Bloomer and Dr. Jeannie Thomason. Learn how to care for your pets with all the wonderful natural elements that nature has to offer so your pets can live a happy, healthy, and harmonious life. Pet Talk Naturally. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Naturally.